Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. The phone number to jump in on the conversation is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by the fabulous, the incomparable Jade Warshaw, my colleague and Ramsey personality. So we're ready to go. Are you ready to go? What can I say, Ken? Let's do it. You got a little fall fall thing working, getting ahead of things a little bit today. I like it. No, this is for this is for Battle of the Bands, Ken. Okay. All I had right. to bring my okay. my punk rock vibes. All right. We'll talk a little bit more about that special day here in the world of Ramsey Solutions. But first, Alex joins us in Charlotte, North Carolina. Alex, how can we help? Hey, how's it going? Um, appreciate you guys you and bet. what you giving to the world. Thank you. Um, here's the thing. I have a couple questions. Um, I'm looking to see if I should file for bankruptcy just to clear some debt off and, you know, eventually get access to some finance and things like that. Um, I currently have about uh, $25,000 in charge-offs on credit card debt. Um, due to, um, cause I'm a licensed general contractor and I'm pretty much got into a bad deal, um, back in 2020. Mm-hmm. And of course I had to run up a few of my credit cards and things went bad cause that was around COVID. So those automatically charged off. So now it's kind of pinning me, um, at the tail right now. And this, uh, and with those charge offs on my account, you know, and it was roughly about 11 credit cards. So it, it kind of, you know, got me, got me by the, you know what, at this point. So I'm looking to get some advice if I should go ahead and do that or just try to um, call the actual collection agencies and try to settle them on a debt. But then again, it stays on. And when I try to recently apply for like a refinance on a property I have, they basically was like, man, there's nothing you can do. You have those charge offs on mm-hmm. your account. So. I'm looking for some advice on that. Tell me a little more about the property. Oh, the property that I had? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's a deal I bought. Um, and, of course, it was hard to find, like, workers because it was probably roughly about an hour and a half away from where I was from. So, of course, I did a lot of the work. Things got slow on some other projects. So, of course, I had to spend, you know, started using my credit cards and things well, like what, that. Well, what she's asking is, is it a home? Is it just land? Is the home finished? Tell us yeah. specifically oh, what no, this is. Is it a personal residence? Is it a rental? No, it's a, it was a rental at the point, at that point. So where is it now? Because you're speaking about it in past tense. Tell, is it, do you still own it? Did you sell oh, it? I sold it. No, I sold it. I actually sold it. And when I sold it, I just pretty much. Did, did you make a profit? Uh, Okay, you broke no, even. No, no, uh-uh. yeah, so I broke even. So you got the you got the charged off credit cards, eleven credit cards. Did you say twenty five or thirty five thousand? Not that it matters much, I but say, yeah, I would say about thirty thousand. About roughly. thirty thousand. Okay, let's find out exactly how much that is. That's thing one. Can you tell me okay. a little bit more about the other debt that you have, Alex? Um, the other debt I have, um, I have about fifteen thousand dollars left in student loan. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars left in student loans, and also another uh, fifteen thousand dollars on a car, and another five thousand dollars left on a work truck. Okay, five can a work truck, and those are the only vehicles. Yes, exactly. 
Okay. Um, and tell me more about your income. What are you earning every month and what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a licensed general contractor, so I earn roughly about anywhere from $10,000 a month. Um, do a lot of service work and stuff like that. So. You said anywhere from 10000 Does that mean 10000 and up or 10000 and below? Uh, about 10000 and below. Okay. Um, f- average. So on most months, you're making around 10000 And on a bad month, yeah. what do you make? On a bad month, probably about six. Okay. Okay. So six to 10,000. Yeah. I'm not going into bankruptcy for this. Um, it feels like a lot of debt. It is a lot of debt, but you've got a good income and you can overcome this debt. Is it just you? Do you have a significant other, a wife, any kids? Just you. Oh, look, Alex, we're about to clean this up. What I think the problem is, is you're trying to do the most. Would you say that Ken? He's trying to do so much. Yeah. I think you're overwhelmed. Um, yeah. I I want before Jade is gonna break this finance stuff down, but but I want to just pause for a second because I think it'll it'll give her some more information. I mean, my father in law is a general contractor. My dad and mm-hmm. brother have done GC work before. You're in the greater Charlotte, North Carolina area, um, my man. There's plenty of work for you to get out there with your ability yeah. to do a lot of different things. And I know that I'm right about this. You should be making more money, and that's part of this. You need to, instead of be worrying about bankruptcy, and Jay's going to walk you through that. My pitch to you, my friend, is you're taking every job. You're doing bathroom refinishes. You're doing restoration everywhere you can do it because mm-hmm. as a general contractor, my friend, you have no lid on your income, and Jade is right. We can clean this junk up pretty quick, especially because you, you got a work truck. I want to know about the car, Jade. I want to know about the car. Look, it's just you, and you're making six, <laughs> six figures a year, and okay? And should be making more. And should be making more. I don't think, Alex, that you have any organization around your money because the fact that you have these yeah. charge-off accounts and you're like, I th- it may be around 30000 it may be. I need you to know these numbers like Shark Tank, okay? I want you to know exactly what you owe. I want you to know exactly. I, matter of fact, I want to get you on an every dollar budget. Have you heard of that? No, never. Okay, so every dollar is our budgeting app here at Ramsey Solutions. It's the best budgeting app you're going to find, Alex. It's so easy. I'm not a technology savvy person, and even I use it. I've been using it for since 2015, and it gets you organized. You put in your income, or you put in, in your case, your projected income, and list out, Alex, every single thing for the month that you think that you might spend money on. I'm talking about fixed in, uh, fixed expenses, variable expenses, anything that you think you might spend money on, I want you to list it out and then it's going to do the math for you to tell you, okay, here's what you have left. And in your case, you should have a couple thousand dollars of margin, several thousand dollars of margin left. Okay. Your living situation, what are you paying right now for your living situation? Uh, Roughly about $1,300 a month. Yeah. That's right on par. You're not paying too much for rent. Get a roommate, bro. Honestly, Ken, he I could. Mean, are like you he, kidding me right now? Look, I would be. Yes, dude. Uh, you know what's happening to you? Okay, you know what? All right, here's the deal, Alex. You are letting yeah. life happen to you. You need to start happening mm. to your life. Okay. Young man, you've got all kinds of potential. I'm saying that from a place of belief. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. We're running out of time. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you have any any equity in that car, I'm selling the car. you got a work truck. You work for you. You can figure that out with your tax account mm-hmm. on what you need to write off for that and what's personal. But I'm selling the car. I'm making money like crazy. I'm getting a roommate and shaving my rent in half 
and I'm putting all that that I'm saving towards the debt snowball. Hang on the line. What can we get him into besides every dollar? We can get him into total FPU, money make- total FPU. money makeover. Hang on the line. Austin is going to hook you up with all the goods. We have got you, Alex, but you got to commit to starting to be intentional. We've got a plan. We're going to hook you up. Hang on. Austin's got you. This is The Ramsey Show. Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. NMLS Equal housing lender 1749 mallory lane suite 100 brentwood tennessee 37027 welcome back america you've joined a conversation about your life specifically your money your work and your relationships all three of those areas of your life very big very important but all connected and we are here to help you win in those three areas i'm ken coleman i'm joined by my colleague the fantastic Jade Warshaw joining me here this hour, 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Jade is a specialist in your money. I'm going to be specializing with your work life, meaning I'm I'm hating it uh, or I'm, I'm doing it, but I want to pivot. I want to get promoted. I want to make more money. I want to experience more meaning. I can help with that. And by the way, you can make all those moves while still working through the baby steps. So if you got work-related questions today, uh, I would love to help you out with those. And Jade weighs in as well. Let's go now to Candace, who joins us on the line in Sacramento, California. Candace, how can we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, so my husband and I are in baby step two. We've still got about 120000 to pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been, been trying to have a baby for years now. Um, we've had two losses. Oh. And we're about to start going to a fertility clinic. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I've heard about, you know, stork mode when you're pregnant and expecting. I was wondering what you really recommend for this situation. Because insurance only covers about 50%. So we're yeah. looking to start spending a lot of money. And I don't want to take out more loans for that. Right. Um, so do I go into like a stork mode and just to cash flow the treatment? Or what do you suggest? I would. That's what I, I would, would do. I, would I wouldn't too. let anything stop me from having a baby. Um, yeah. Especially if I can pay. As long as I'm paying cash for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Ken. Yep. I agree. And Candace, let me say that uh, my wife, Stacy and I went through seven years of infertility. So Mm -hmm. I just want to kind of speak to your heart here and say that uh, you're going to be a mama. I believe that. I don't know how, and I do not know when, uh, but I understand what you guys are going through, certainly from a male perspective. I do not understand the female perspective, but walk through that with Stacy. And I know this is a tough time, and I, I agree wholeheartedly with Jade. Uh, this is your process. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to go into debt, do everything possible to not go That's one right. penny into debt. But, yes, okay. I would absolutely pursue this. Do you know what it's going to cost? Have you been able to research that a little bit? Um, yeah, so it looks like um, each round of IUI is going to be about $1,000. Okay. Um, and then if we end up being, you know, if we don't find success and we go through IVF route, um, my out-of-pocket will be like $15,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you feel confident that you guys can cash flow that? 
I mean, I know we can the thousand dollars. Um, the fifteen is what really scares me. Um, you know, and I'm planning want to plan for the worst case uh-huh. scenario. Uh-huh. Well, so um, so let me let me so. interrupt for just a second because sure. I I don't want you to misunderstand what Jade and I are saying. Yes, we want mm-hmm. you to do this, but but when you're going, I'm scared. Then 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 I would compile the fifteen before I start this. I would not. I would not go down this route where your heart's going to go. Yep. We're going to the next level, and then we get there and we have nothing. That is so detrimental. And so I would be sitting down at the at the kitchen table tonight, Jade. Yes. And I'd be going, "What must we do? Yes. To scrap, scrape everything but steal fifteen thousand dollars. I'm looking for what I can sell. I'm looking for what we can. I mean, I'm I'm sure you've got a good amount of margin. Already, mm-hmm. because you've been doing the debt snowball. What's your margin every month? Um, we have about three thousand every month. Okay, so if, if we're really in like, five months, when we're really strong, yeah, uh, in five months, no. If you if you were to side hustle, yeah. can you get this in oh. six months, five months? If you were to add um, a little to that, yeah, probably. I've been working on a side hustle that I started a couple months ago, but it's slow going. No, no. So, See, so um, this is so. Let me tell you what I mean out. by side hustle yeah. and what Jade means. We don't mean start your own little business. This is like this is a side job, part yeah. time. You are going and you are stocking groceries yeah. at the grocery store for sixteen dollars an hour. I want twenty dollars an hour, Ken. Well, yeah, I'm just giving an example. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go! Get you what you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to hang the grocery job on you. Yeah. I'm saying that with the margin that Jade found for you guys. And I heard you say, well, 3000 a month if we're really, really disciplined. I don't know what else is going to make you more disciplined than trying to get a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so yeah. this thing, is serious yeah. business. You yeah, cannot the thing allow. That I think is going to put a dent in it is student loans starting next month. Coming back. But, we, but, but, know, but hey, yeah. but that's reality. And let's talk about, yep. let's talk about that. We're, hey, we're going to talk about, keep listening because we're going to talk about student loans and I'm going to talk about some things that I think are going to help you. It's not for this call okay. right now, but keep listening. And, I would, you know, if you guys are to a bare bones budget budget now, you got $3,000 of margin. Great. Can you and your, I think each of you and your husband can find another $1,000 a month. I think you can. I know you can. And it it, it is going to require a lot of work. But again, if you can do that, it's five or six months of work. It's half a year. And then you can go into these treatments feeling confident that, okay, now I hope the the $1,000 thing works for you and you don't even have to go that next mm-hmm. route. But if you do, you'll have the peace of knowing, hey, we've got the cash here. We won't be making an emotional decision and we're fully prepared for it. Yeah. You okay. cannot, Candace, you cannot allow the thought to enter your mind that will just borrow it. You don't want that. You mm-hmm. can do this. No. By the way, you and your husband have been very patient. There's there's very few things harder than waiting on a baby. Yeah. And, and that tells me you guys can wait long enough and it shouldn't be very long to come up with 15 cash, put it aside, mm-hmm. and that's if we need to get it. We're hoping that the other treatments work. Um, and let me also say this. Candace, I want the best. I'm hoping the best. But there's no guarantee that any of this stuff works. Absolutely. And, 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 and so your mindset has to be, I have to make good decisions in the now that don't hurt me in the next. Because the last thing you want is a bunch of debt on something that didn't work. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be grieving, tough, yeah, that's Jade, tough. and then paying on something I'm grieving. Yeah, that's tough. Well, I, for one, am believing that this is going to... I am I, too. No, I know you are, but I just wanted to, I wanted to end it on that. 
I know. That upbeat. But I feel like we have to say <laughs> that, though, because because debt sucks enough. Oh, but then is. when yes. it's tied to something that hurts. It turns a blessing. That was a blessing to a burden. Yeah. And we don't, we don't want that. Yeah. Let's go to Beth now in Los Angeles. Beth, how can Jade and I help? Hi. Okay. So I have a question. Um, we bought, it started, we're on baby step two. I am selling everything. I've got two Facebook marketplace meetups today because I am trying to get my debt paid off. <laughs> Come on, girl. Girl. Roman is coming. So I am trying. Um, I have a question. I filled out my public loan service loan forgiveness. I have uh, $89,000 in student loan debt. One of them is $48,000, and then I have two at $20,500. The $48,000 one, I have 41 payments left in order for me to qualify for public service loan forgiveness. So four years? My question for four, yeah, so four years, basically three years and six months. Um, my question is, is when I do the every dollar, it says like track your like debt snowball, correct? Uh-huh. So I have a car loan for 5000 and then I have two student loans at 20500 and then I have this one at 48000 Okay, That would be the last one I'll pay off. If I make the minimum payments, um, just kind of per Dave Ramsey's every dollar app right now, I'm yeah. at six years for my payoff date. My question is, is should I still just like work on the minimum monthly payments for my 48000 And since the public loan forgiveness should forgive it in almost four years? What I would do, um, I would not focus on the loan forgiveness because I think you can do this faster than what you think. So we've got, let's see, 80000 plus a, the car. How much are you earning every month? Um, so we're at 10000 every month. Okay. Um, when I break everything down, I can make on loan payments about 1500 is like I can throw towards my monthly payment. What are so you paying a month? What are you paying car. a month for a rent? 3400. All right, your rent's too high. You're paying to, you're, you're spending way too much. Um, we need to find a way to get this rent down. I don't know if it's just you. It sounds like there's somebody else there. Um, and I think you can do this faster. I would never wait around for forgiveness. You need to side hustle. Whoever's working with you on this, if it's a spouse, they need to get on board and let's get this paid off quickly. Um, I'm not waiting around four years, Ken Coleman. No, no. And I wouldn't guarantee that it's going to get forgiven anyway. That's right. We got to stop waiting on this. Go ahead. Follow the baby steps. The debt snowball. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. No deviation. This is The Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we talk with you about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. 
I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Jade Warshaw this hour, 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225 is the number to jump in. Let's go to Grand Island, uh, Nebraska, where Matt is. Matt, how can we help? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's up? Hey, just a quick question, and uh, Ken, I guess this is more in your wheelhouse here. Um, I'm currently in a co- I'm working for a company that I've been with for around five years now, um, and I feel like, um, compared to other people in my industry, I feel like I'm, um, I guess, inadequately paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just wondering, with an eval coming up here in about a couple of weeks, I was wondering how the best way is to ask for a uh, raise. Yeah, okay. Let's go to uh, what you said there. You feel like you're inadequately paid. Is that feeling based on any kind of fact? Uh, yeah, so uh, in I work in the ag industry and uh, kind of related to my job. Uh, I know other people are making uh, probably thirty thousand more than me. Um, similar, similar skill, company. similar experience. Um, I'd say with for them it'd be less um, work, but um, maybe more year-round type stuff. Like I'm paid a salary, obviously, but um, summers and springs and falls are more labor intensive than like winters because it is the ag industry so when crops aren't growing you know not 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 a lot to do well okay and and i don't want to get in the weeds here but why i'm asking about similar skill and experiences is if you can actually walk in and that's what i'm trying to get you to is walk in and go look i did some research and based on the market and that's again using that term as a here's if i look at high medium and low Mm-hmm. on the range of salary or hourly pay because it's 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 all the same basic deal for you in this situation where are you with those people that are making much more than you so are you middle are you low are you you know and and then is the experience and the skill set very similar to where you could go i based on this it looks as though I could make this in the marketplace. I want to start there. So I want to I want to make sure we get this. Do you feel like you've got the evidence, real fact-based evidence that you could show on paper with real sources that you are underpaid? Yes. So I have uh, some friends that do in the same industry that do something different, and um, they have told me, and I've actually kind of looked into some other Good. things, okay. saying that they that, that kind of backs up what I've when was the last time you got a raise, if you've been there five years? Uh, so it's every year, but it's only been, so for the past five years I've been there, I've total, I've probably got like a 15% raise since I started, which I started and it wasn't. Okay. So you're that. getting about the 3% raise, which is pretty standard, mm-hmm. a 3% bump every year. So that's what you're getting. And so what would this equate to? If you got the, if you got, if you got the bump that you want, how much of a bump would it be percentage-wise? Um, I've run the numbers and so I guess without getting too deep into it, we get paid based on like how much we bring in essentially. And, um, is that a commission job? More you bring in. No, it's more of a, like a revenue base for like revenue, certain goals. And then you get like a certain percentage. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. It does. So, so I guess it's, um, sitting with some other people in our company that have kind of helped me out with, is coming up or eval coming up but they said that kind of shoot for the stars and ask for like a you know 60 to 50 percent raise um just to see if okay. what they would do there but um, all right so here's my advice okay and you can take what you like of this and you can leave what you don't like um i always tell people 
don't come in and just say, I want to raise. I just think that coming in right. and dropping it like that just always creates a situation where your leader could feel very defensive and they're trying to, how do I answer that? Uh, they want to have time to figure that out. So what I would come in and say, I would just say this. Over the last five years at these evals, I'm getting the 3% bump. It's come to my attention. I've done the research. I've got friends and people that work at other organizations. Don't mention anybody internally. I'm just like, this is what I've seen out there in the marketplace. And I want to get there. And so the question is, can we come to some sort of agreement on how I can get there? I'd like to get there now, um, but I also know that you've got to measure my performance. I just don't want to make demands. I want to make a request. Do you see the difference? Yes. And I want to say, I've done the research, and I can. I should. I mean, the marketplace says I could make this. I'd like to make that here. What has to be true for that to happen? And leave it in his in he or her lap, his or her lap, on that. Don't just go in and demand it. Say what has to be true for me to get there because I want to get there. And so they're going to automatically know that you've done your homework and that you see a much better opportunity out there. And so you're going to find out pretty quickly whether or not they want you there and what they're willing to do. And I think that just that is going to force the conversation without demanding it. So yes, ask for it, but not directly. It's an indirect ask to go, I want to be making this. How realistic is that here? And if it's realistic, what do I have to do? Those are the two specific questions. And then you know where you stand. Exactly. I think the way you approach this is everything. Having the facts, having the information, the tone, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All that matters. Yep. And I, you've got a great spirit about you, so I don't in any way see you going in there yeah, you know, absolutely. sliding a paper across the desk going, <laughs> I'd like you to respond to that. That's the <laughs> yeah. old school way. Yeah, you yeah. slide the number. Does that yeah. help? <laughs> Yes, it helps a lot. Thank you. Yeah, but the facts, listen, the facts, the facts, the facts when it comes to this kind of thing. And tell people, this is what I'd like, mm-hmm. and, and, and and I'd like to know, is it possible? It's there was a two-part end. question there. And then what must happen for this to be possible? Then you're going to find out really fast. You get a gray answer, and they go, but well, I'll get back to you. And they never uh. get back to you. There's your sign. That's so good, Ken. That's such good advice. So many people go into that conversation based on the way they feel. Oh, yes. And not only that, but what they feel they're entitled to. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you might be right, but that doesn't mean that the boss thinks that you're right. True that. So you've got to bring them along. And I'm a little bit nervous about the advice he got uh, from his coworkers because he's gotten a 3% bump for five straight years and they're telling him, hey, shoot for the moon. Okay. What's that? Uh, ask for a 50% raise. Well, if you can't document that that's reasonable, here's mm-hmm. what you do. Your genius coworkers told you to shoot for the moon. You just shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, you did. You did. So come on. Really? 50%? That's a lot. That's a big hike. Unless you could like show how show you have show it. doubled you know, the revenue that you've created for that company. Yikes. You know, something like that. It's like otherwise you... I, I think of a sports metaphor here. And this is really important because this is an issue that always gets controversy when mm-hmm. I get asked and it's on social media. But if you got, let's take football. Football season's about ready to start, okay? And let's say let's say you're a two- or three-year running back. You've had a couple of good years. You didn't lead the league. You weren't an all-pro. You're middle. a good running back. Mm-hmm. And you don't like your contract situation. 
Mm-hmm. And you and your agent go in there and you start demanding, I want this, this, and this. Well, guess what they're going to do? If you ask for an outrageous salary that is not at the market value of an NFL running back that is in your position, guess what they're going to say? They're going to say, I can find a guy that does it just like you. I just drafted a kid. Money. I just drafted a kid that may be as good as you. And I have to pay him the league minimum. Okay. And that's where you shoot yourself in the foot by overplaying a hand like you've got aces mm-hmm. and you got, let's call it four six, not even suited. <laughs> you like that poker analogy? I like that, Ken. Good so, job. So a lot of people, just because I feel like I want to yeah. make more money, doesn't mean that I've got a strong case to make more money. Mm-hmm. And and feelings will get you in trouble fast. Yeah, and there's always that thing. Is, is there somebody standing right behind you that does the job just as good as you that would make, that would be happy with that salary. I promise you. You know what they'll do? They'll go to somebody and go, listen, I'm going to give you a nice little bump to take their half their workload just for about six months. I promise you, your coworker is going to be like, bye. See ya. Bye. What's that song? Bye, is that Felicia. A, is that a, that's it. What's that? In, is there an NSYNC song? Friday. Bye, bye, bye. Is that NSYNC? Oh. Bye, bye, bye. There it, there is. it see, is. See, when you co-host with Jade Warshaw, you tee her up. And she sings a bar for you. I'm always ready. And sings it well. She's Jade. (laughs) I'm Ken. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we talk with you about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. We're here for you. 888-825-5225 is the number. 888-825-5225. And if you're new to the program, and, and Jade, this is exciting. We were in a meeting recently where we're hearing about just a lot of new people coming to us from all over the place, yes. every platform, radio, Sirius XM, podcast, YouTube. It's, it's extraordinary. And so mm-hmm. we want to welcome you. But we also know we've got this jargon. We've got this language like baby steps, gazelle intense, baby <laughs> step six, baby step two, mm-hmm. dead snowball, a lot of stuff. And you're going, okay, I'm trying to catch up. Right. So we'd love to invite you to go to our website, RamseySolutions.com, and we have a wonderful little get started assessment. It takes just a couple of minutes, and it'll kind of get you caught up to where you are in your finances and and help you understand, oh, I get the steps now. I see where I am, and I see what I've got to do. So go to RamseySolutions.com and click on Get Started, and that'll catch you up pretty quickly, and we've got a lot of great resources for you. Let's go to the phones. Tampa, Florida is where Patrick is. Patrick, how can we help? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, you bet. What's up? 
So um, last night, me and my wife sat down to a meeting with our financial advisor, and uh, it was in regards to options for saving for college. We already have a 529 for my youngest daughter, and my my oldest daughter has a prepaid plan that her grandfather paid for years ago when she was born. Um, so last night, the financial advisor uh, tried to sell us on a whole life insurance, a whole like a whole life insurance plan as an option for saving for my youngest daughter's college. Red flag. Obviously. Yeah. Huge red flag. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm not crazy. Thank you. No. You know what I need? (laughs) I need a yellow flag like the NFL refs and I just throw it at the camera when I hear stuff like that. (laughs) Let's go, Ken. I wish I had one. I like that. Tell him why that's crazy, Jade. Um, I just, it's such a bad product financially and you have the ability to lose so much money on the investment side. I can't imagine any investment advisor worth their salt suggesting that unless they're just trying to get more commission out of you. And that's you honestly think? what's happening in this case. 100 as the kids say. Who is, who is this? Yes. Who is this guy? Is this somebody you knew before? Is this an uncle? Is this, you know, no, can, you can um, just drop him like it's hot then. So we, we were very interested in biblically responsible investing. Uh-huh. I'm saying that right. Yeah. BRI. And uh, we went through, I'm going to drop names, Inspire Insight, and uh, he was an, he was a financial advisor that works with them that, uh, like, contacted us. And, you know, we were, like, we just agreed, like, hey, this guy sounds good. We're on Baby Step 7. We're, we're doing great. Ah. So let's let's just go with this guy. And, you know, and um, you don't yeah, even need a red flag last night, you know. Patrick, first of Sorry? all, as Jade said, it's bad. And, and, and we have a very clear positions on a whole life where she can explain to our audience if necessary. But let me tell you something, you don't even need it based on what you laid out. You guys have already got your 529 set up, and, and now it's just play the, play the plan. You don't need it. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, we were just looking for options because the 529 through Florida, Florida prepaid uh-huh. doesn't offer BRI uh, like options, you know. So that's the only reason we were going like looking and asking him, so. Okay, so let's let me kind of make sure I understand this because I'm not really sure what the 529 has anything to do with your life insurance. Right. I, I right, for yeah, me it I has mean, zero to do it, with it. So, because for for right. you and for anybody listening, the purpose of life insurance is to replace your income. For anybody who's dependent right. on your income, that's the only reason for it. And many people get to a point with their net worth that they don't even really need it anymore because if they were to pass away, there's enough there to take right. care of anybody who would have been dependent on that in, on that um, income. So on that note, um, th- the two are not related. I still would suggest, unless you've got a, a super high net worth that we don't know about, I would still suggest that you go with a term life plan. Um, do you understand why we're suggesting that? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. And we have term life plans. And really, maybe my ultimate question is, should I be looking for another financial advisor? Yeah. I would. Um, I don't like I don't like when people try to take me for a ride. That's my thing. Like, don't uh, he was assuming that you didn't understand. And so he tried to play you. And I don't like that. And you came in the way you should with your own set of knowledge, understanding things. And you were able to go, hey, this is a red flag. Now, for me, I pro- that would be enough for me to move on. It really would. Mm. It, um, you could bring it to him and say, hey, here's why I don't want to do this. And you could lay it out and say, I don't like this cash value thing. I don't like the investment. I don't like the fact that I can get a better rate of return if I invest that same 
sum of money myself. I don't like the fact that when I die, someone else gets the cash value, like, or that, you know, the, the company keeps the cash value. If you say it to him like that, and I don't like the fact that you sold me a product that's yeah. worse for me so you could get a better commission. I would, I just like confrontation. So I might just like to have that conversation just to see how he'd <laughs> react. But if he says anything less than, I am so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, maybe you could try to pick up the yeah. pieces, but I'd probably just move on. Yeah. It's like trying to argue okay. with somebody in a cult. It ain't, ain't going to win. <laughs> I'm serious. You're not going to win. So I, you know, I agree with Jade, but I, I would move on. Yeah. He and my tried friend, to make again, money off you. Let's be very clear. Let's invest in things that are specific to what we need. And you've already got the 529s yeah. ready to go. You've got your insurance. You don't need whole life. Yeah. And so, and this BRI thing also freaks me out a little bit. There's nothing in the Bible about whole life insurance. So let's be very careful. I, I want you to hop on with Ramsey, with one of our providers. Talk we've to got, several SmartVestor pros yeah, in your area. Yeah. We've Interview got, them. Exactly. And, and that's the key. Interview these folks. I'm not just talking to our caller. Anybody who's out there, these people are working for you. We, we can't tiptoe around them like... You know, scared to ask questions and scared mm -hmm. to put them on the spot. You're giving them a percentage. You're paying them. They they in in essence, you are their employee because you're providing yeah. work for them and you're paying them for their service. And so, interview them and don't be afraid to be like hard pass. Yeah, and and listen, you cannot invest in anything that you do not understand. That's a fact. You yeah. can't take their word for it. You've got to know it. In this case, to Patrick credit, uh, he's like he did know it. Whole life stinks. It smells. I don't like it. Um, and but I do think you need to be with someone that you're aligned with. You should. And I can, what I commend him on is sometimes when we get in a situation with people who are good at math, right? They're, they're mm -hmm. good with money. We start questioning. We just have that imposter syndrome and assume they know more than us. Yeah. But your instinct does count for something. Yeah, and when you're talking with someone and you get that feeling of like, ooh, like, uh, I didn't like that. The spidey that, sense. Yeah, the spidey sense goes off, you know. You get the, the heebie-jeebies. Oh, that's a good one. You know? I've had a case of the heebie-jeebies a time or two. Hopefully I didn't give them to you. No, but, you know, no, no, never. <laughs> but, you know, you're right. You just don't have a piece about you it. You don't have peace. Yep. You know, and it's like, okay, what's happening here and why is it happening? Yeah, that doesn't feel right. Yeah. And when that happens, stop and do yeah. what our guy did. And either talk to your spouse, call into the show. And at the, if you don't get peace, then move on. Yeah. And by the way, we need to be clear. When we talk about smart investor pros, they are not employees of this no, company. No, they don't work for us. They are independent financial advisors that are very, very good. They are in al alignment with a philosophy. Mm -hmm. But if you go to RamseySolutions.com, and we really recommend this, click on the smart investor pro button, talk to a few, go meet with them. It's mm -hmm. kind of like picking the the your, your your hairdresser or your dentist. That's good, Ken. You know what I mean? It's kind of be like, I'm not going to let anybody put their hands in my mouth. Yeah, they're going to be all up in your stuff. You better make sure you trust them. Uh, yeah, and to your point, you said something earlier. They shouldn't be selling you on something that makes them a nice commission. They should be helping you make money, and because you make money, they make money. Bingo. Big difference. That's a big difference. And, and that's what we're saying. That's why we don't like whole life. It is not a good by the numbers program does not benefit you that's right you're paying you're paying a larger amount per month because that money is being split over two areas you're getting your death benefit but there's also a portion of your payment that's being invested over time yep. that's a cash benefit right but the problem there is the money that's being invested the rate of return on that guys is so poor sometimes it's like two percent ken Ugh. two percent oh, you better like invest that. that money yourself 
The only thing I like that's 2% is a glass of milk. No, no, Ken. I'm not with you on that. It's because you're a clean, healthy eater. <laughs> that's right. But for people like me that like to live a little bit. Give me the cashew milk, Ken. Say, Jay, you ain't having no fun drinking cashew milk. I promise you right now. <laughs> I'm having fun when I dunk my Oreo into some real milk. <laughs> All right. We'll fight about that on the break. <laughs> East Jade Warshaw. I'm Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, in your work, and in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Jade Warshaw, the fabulous Jade Warshaw, joins me in the studio today. 888-825-5225-888-825-5225. Jade is your money expert. She'll walk you through all things baby steps. She's got a great personal story. She understands every angle of this game. So make the phone call. I'm here to help on your work life. You can't talk about money and not at least be thinking about work. As Dave has said, Dave Ramsey has said for decades, your income is your greatest wealth building tool. And I'm here to help you there. Do I need to make a transition? Do I need to get promoted? Do I start the side hustle? That is my game. And so we do that together and we're excited to be together. Let's go now to Salt Lake City, Utah, where Brittany is on the line. Brittany, how can we help? Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. What's Uh, up, Brittany? Yeah, so my husband, his truck payment is almost as much as our mortgage. Oh boy, hold on. Let me get the Pepsi AC (laughs) out. How much are we talking about, Brittany? So it's it's right over fourteen hundred. Oh, wow. oh boy, I'm feeling faint, Ooh. Jade. I'm faint. I went into James Brown mode. Wow, <laughs> goodness gracious! Yeah. So yes, we, we have total money makeover. We're currently um, about to start Financial Peace University. She understands why we don't use credit cards and all that. But when okay. it comes to his truck, when it comes to the truck, he says, "I work hard. I deserve a nice truck." But I'm just trying to figure out if there's some magic words that I can say and yeah, that will like, I got the magic words. I got the magic yes. words. You're sleeping on the couch. Hey, okay. <laughs> oh, watch out. No, I'm sorry. That's probably not the best Look, marital advice. But I do think, Jade, at this point, we've got a serious conversation. He can't be taking the baby steps seriously and justifying a $1,400 truck payment. I mean, I just want to know when people say things like, I deserve, I'm like, really? You deserve to be in debt? Because I, I feel like I deserve to be debt free. I deserve to have a future. I deserve to not live paycheck to paycheck. I deserve to be able to have the margin to invest for my future, for my children. Like people need to reframe when they say what they deserve or not. Um, So that could be a place where you start. But in all good, uh, calmed down advice, (laughs) Ken and I kind of went off the the spout there. Um, You do need to sit down and you do need to have a conversation and it needs to be an adult conversation because right now, I mean, I'm not saying this in an insulting way, but he's in a selfish mode and he's kind of in a, uh, for right now mode. And we need to get in a more futuristic. There's more ahead of us than just right now. There's more people that are, um, feeling the effects of this than him. And so being able to have that conversation is going to be really important to you. Um, and I have found that when you use language that's kind of like, hey, I'm, 
I, here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid X, Y, Z, or here's what I'm so excited for. And if we could just get to this, that would give me so much joy. Like if you can really find ways to bring um, your fears into it, but also like the things that would just cause you so much happiness and joy in life, those are big markers and should be big markers uh, for the people who love you and care about you. They should want to hear about those things. And when you share those things, it should cause them to make a reaction. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes total what's sense. What's the What's I your take that. home pay? Um, together, almost two hundred. Okay, good, good. Two hundred thousand take home. Yes. yes, way to go. Okay, so you look even at that kind of income. I mean, this is a huge chunk of your monthly budget. Fourteen hundred dollars, yes. massive. And yeah, the our truck is sixteen hundred. <laughs> oh my gosh, and 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 how long ago did he get the truck? Um, about six months ago. And and what did he pay for it? Um, I think it was like eighty five or ninety. Oh my gosh, I'm lightheaded again. So eighty to yes. ninety thousand. And and you know what would be very interesting in this conversation, Jade, tell me if I'm wrong here. But as I'm sharing those feelings of what that does to you and how that makes you feel, you've got to point out how that it'd be fun to get a, a an amortization schedule like you would on a house, but on a car, it's hard to get that. But how much that car is devaluing? Oh, it's going down like a rock. That's And so he's paying like a $1,400 a month on something. The difference with your house is that's an asset for you guys. The truck is a liability. And where that deserve yeah. statement comes in, it starts to, to lose its power when you start talking about what you could be doing with the $1,400. Here's yeah. here's the thing. Um, Ken makes a very, very good point. So you said you're bringing home $200,000 a year, right? So what, 16000 yeah. almost $17,000 a month? Yeah. Fourteen. Where he's at, I'm going to tell you where he's going. Four, I mean, we have almost $17,000 a month. $1,400, that's nothing. That's yeah. what he's thinking. It's a very yeah. small piece of that. Um, by the way, your mortgages as well. But what I'm looking at is... Because you have so much income, there should be zero reason for debt. How easy yeah. How easy would it be? Uh, and let me point this out too. Typically, do you have any other cars, by the way? Or is it just? Um, yeah. Yep, we have one more. What else do you have? Uh, we have a Ford Explorer. And how much is that worth? Um, I believe around 40 but that's paid off. Okay. So typically, we wouldn't want you to have any more than half of your income yearly in vehicles because they go down in value. So you're right at that. I personally, because of your income, I'd be like, look, we make money. We can pay this off or we can, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, I think there's yeah. a way that you guys can meet in the middle. $1,400 a month. That is just a lot of money to be giving away in payments when you could be debt free. What other debt do you have? Um, Our house. And then I have a student loan. How much is a student loan? Um, 20000 yeah, so a hundred thousand dollars in debt you guys have. You live on two hundred. You can pay all of this off in a year, and everybody's happy. Yeah, let's do it. Why okay. not? Yeah, awesome. That's what I would Sounds do. <laughs> because here's the thing: he does earn a lot of money. You guys do earn a lot of money, and he's probably like, "I don't need to drive a jalopy. We earn two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you know, then pay it off." But he's taking out a loan on a truck. Yeah, he should have paid cash almost for it. half of what they bring home. She said eighty yeah. to ninety. She said somewhere yeah. between eighty to ninety thousand. He paid for that truck. Yeah, it's too. Th it's, it's expensive, a, but it's not more than half of their. 
I understand, but it's my, still expensive. It's re, it's out of whack in that you've got a loan for half of what you take home. He shouldn't have got a loan. He should have paid cash. He's got yeah. so much money. He should. They should have been. It would have felt so great to walk on that lot, buy it a couple of years used, so spend twenty thousand less, and walk home with a car in cash. I'll tell you what, ninety thousand dollars for a truck. That truck needs to power your entire house. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? It needs to do the laundry. It needs Watch to. I mean, yeah, yeah. Put the kids to bed. You know, the whole nine yards. That's a lot of. It's just crazy when the value on that is just dropping and dropping, and they're w- upside down. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But yeah, I know. I know, know people do it. I mean, we got people on TikTok bragging about how they have joint uh, car payments of twenty one hundred dollars. They're like, Ey! I know they're like, crazy. It's sort of fun. It's just like they're we're mind numb robots. Yeah. No, I wouldn't <sighs> do it, but I would pay it off. I've like, got if, they, if I were there. That's what I got. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today. Every dollar. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show America. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Jade Warshaw, and we are here for you this hour. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go to Kyle now, who joins us in Los Angeles. Kyle, how can we help? Hi. uh, I was just calling. I'm... 27 years old, newly married since last October. I just have like 48,000 of student loans and the federal loans are just about to start being unfrozen starting October. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just wondering like what would be the best way to basically start with payments and stuff. Uh, I wasn't sure if it would be something I could ask my wife who, who can also help chip in even though it's just my student loan or is it something that I should pay on my own? Well, tell us first what the actual uh, minimum requirement is going to be when it picks back up. What is that number? It's only like 300 a month. And what other debt do you have? Um, just the, I have one private, so it's split into two. My private started out being 42. It's down to 16. Um, okay. I've been paying that one since it wasn't ever frozen. And then my private one's like 32.5, or my federal, I mean, is 32.5. I'm sorry. I thought you. Sorry, you've got 16k in the private. You've uh-huh. got. I thought I heard you say. So 48 total. Yeah. Total, okay. Total. I see. I see. Um. And what's the payment on the private loan? Um. Private. I've been paying. Um. Like a grand, but the minimum's 811 right now. Yeah. Um. So smallest to largest in your debt snowball, you're paying the private loan first to get that yeah. one paid off the 16,000. Here's mm-hmm. what do you have the margin in your budget to pay the 300 and if so, what would that leave? Um yeah, so my wife just recently like finished school as well and already paid off her loans, but um Okay, hold on. Are, Wait, mm-hmm. hold on, let's stop. Let's combine it. Let's talk about okay. these numbers combined. Okay. So how much debt does your wife have? None, she just finished. Okay. Just checking and nothing else, right? 
Nothing else. No okay. credit card debt, no car loans or anything. Okay. So combined income, If once you start paying this $300 a month, do you have the money there? Or do we need to find it? No, I, I have the money. I was just saying what would be like, should I just finish off paying the private and then work on the federal or well, I I'll would, I would, minimum. what I would do in your situation is I would do the debt snowball and I would do whatever, you know, whatever you can throw to the smallest debt, which is the $16,000 debt. I would knock mm -hmm. that out as quickly as possible. Um, okay. in my situation, I had a lot of student loans. I had more than you did and I paid, um, I got lowered payments on the other one. So we'd have all the cash we could to throw on the smallest student loan, pay it off and then keep yeah. doing it like that. So if you can cover the $300 payment, I wouldn't do that. But if you're having problems covering it, then that could be a strategy to th free up a little bit more money to pay at the $16,000 debt. Kyle, are you guys joint bank accounts? Or are you guys doing things separate? So we have, we have our separate and then we have our joint um, the first year of marriage, she was still in school and I just finished school and was working as a nurse. So I was paying for all the rent and utilities. Yeah, and, I, I, and I heard that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to, I want my colleague back in on this, but, but mm -hmm. I, I felt that and heard that like, Oh, we have two separate, two separate bank accounts. We aren't we. Mm -hmm. And, right. and I, I think you guys need to understand our position on that. You guys need to be doing this together. There's a reason for that, Jade. And I think that this changes the questions that he should be asking. And I think it changes the math. Because we've been operating based on, well, this is what Kyle can put towards it. Because yeah. they're not doing this together. Yeah. I. You guys need to combine your income. That's, I mean, I, I, I can't say it enough. Couples who combine their income, they build wealth faster. They're more likely to buy a home together. They're more likely to stay, to stay together across the long haul. Like there's so many so many statistics that back up cr combining your money so i could yeah. go on and on about that but practically right here in the here and now you guys will pay off this debt so much faster yeah. you know what i'm saying so have that yeah. conversation tonight do you think that she'd be on board i mean it can't mm -hmm. by the way for anybody listening when we say combine your money some folks try to do the workaround kind of like what kyle and them has done where it's like well we do have a we do have an account that we put, we pull some of our that's money. That's so sweet. But that's, that's not the real that's deal. That's halfway. Yeah. That's not, that's yeah. not the real deal. Holyfield. So how much money yeah. could you put towards if we, if we do the debt snowball? So what I'm hearing is the lowest, the smallest debt you have in the debt snowball is a $16,000 private loan mm -hmm. yeah. and your minimum's 800. You have personally been putting a thousand on it. If I'm recalling everything right, how much could yeah. you two put on that $16,000. How much, if you do your budget, you go, we're going to yeah. take care of everything else, and then we're attacking this debt snowball, how much could you put on it together? Together, um, $4,400. Come so on! I off in four months. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! I that's got one the, more question. It. I got a hunch, Jay. Yeah. What do you have in, what do you both have in savings? Do you have separate savings accounts? And Come if on. you do, Detective. what do you got? I know, I'm digging. We 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 have our separate and together and we each have like so i just dropped my savings into like the 1000 emergency fund okay. and put a $3000 payment good how much my, does she have mm -hmm. she has 1450 and then together we have another 14, like 14 14 as in $1450 
Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. I thought you said. I, All right, so I we're okay there. Okay. okay. I didn't find too much there. I'm not much of a detective on that one, but we're combining the money from now on. Forty four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna knock this thing out, and That's we didn't even talk about side hustles. That's right. We didn't yeah, even talk about that. I've been working a lot of bonuses, which the incentives are really nice as a nurse. Good so, extra hours. Yes. Good for you, Kyle. Yeah, so, yeah, I get paid like an extra thousand just for picking up a shift and That's then like time and a half on top. So right, let's cast a little vision. Yeah. Kyle, you're paying uh-huh. off the sixteen in less yeah. than four months. Mm-hmm. And then the forty eight, that's about ten that's less than ten months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your life changes. Yeah. Flipping the script. Did you hear the smile? I just heard it. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, because you felt the hope. You saw it seemed like there wasn't a way out. And then Ken yeah. so masterfully crafted, there's a way out and you see it yeah. now. And I want you to go home and I want you to share that with your wife yeah. because I want her on board with this. I want her helping. I want her going, okay, what can I do, Kyle? Do you want me to pick up some extra work? What can, like, I want you guys on the same page and I don't <laughs> want you to think about it as this big sacrifice. Okay. It is a sacrifice, but I want you to think about it as a trade. All right. Mm-hmm. You're you're trading a bad card for a really good card. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you yeah. frame it up like that, it, it's far more motivating than like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go to work again. Yeah. And oh, man, mm-hmm. we can't, you know, go out to dinner and all these things. No, man, yeah. I'm trading this bad uh, BJ Armstrong looking, you know, worse worst player on the team for a Michael Jordan. Wow, mitts. I like the Chicago Bulls reference. I'm so amazed No right Bill now. Cartwright, you know what I'm saying? That's better. BJ was a good shooter. <laughs> no John Paxton, No, no okay? I got you, I got give me, you. Give me the Michael Jordan card. That's How about the a Bill card. Winnington? Stop. Big old tall dude that can barely do anything. <laughs> BJ, I mean, I gotta give some love to BJ Armstrong. But you know what we're saying, Kyle? I do know what this you're is, saying. This, yeah. this is what we're talking yeah. about. You, you're getting the winning card. It's worth yeah. the trade. It's worth the effort. Mm-hmm. And these loans are going to be gone. Gone. And then the yeah. emergency fund isn't far behind. Okay. So all up. of yeah. a sudden, we are rolling into baby step 3B, saving for that house. Okay. I'm just really curious. We've got about 30, 40 seconds with you. What's your combined income right now? Combined since she just finished school, um, I think together it'll be like 110 to 120000 That's great. And you're just getting started. Just yeah. getting started. Kyle, you guys... You got this. Yes. And I need everybody to see, because there's a lot of Kyles out there. It was that simple. It was as easy as us looking at the budget, looking at the income, finding ways that we can earn more, and can changing our mindset, framing up this this whole situation to go, you know what, this benefits me. This is in my best favor. He's going to look back, and in you know a year and a half, his loans are going to be gone, and go everybody on. else is going to still be whining and their income is only going to go up they are Mm -hmm. going to be baby steps millionaires the process works kyle thanks for the call really excited for you get after it gotta have a conversation with the missus we gotta get those bank accounts together and then we're talking about exponential productivity this is the ramsey show Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money, your work, and your relationships. And you know, one of the things that is so fun about this this gig is we get to hear amazing stories, whether it be the debt-free screams uh, here on the debt-free stage in our lobby of Ramsey Solutions World Headquarters, or the comments of social media uh, profiles, certainly our baby steps 
Facebook group. And uh, so I, I thought it would be fun, Jade. By the way, Jade Warshaw, Ken Coleman with you. I'm sorry I did not uh, tell you who's talking <laughs> at you right now. Uh, we are Ramsey Personalities, and we're here together for you, 888-825-5225. Before we get back to the phones, um, these there's some really fun comments uh, from our Baby Steps Facebook group. Great group of people. And uh, these are the I had it moments, right? And they're sharing moments where they got to the point where they went, okay. That's it. What I've been doing isn't working. I'm not doing it anymore. Dave mm-hmm. kind of made this I had mm-hmm. it. Like you get sick and tired of being sick, sick and, and tired. tired. And uh, so we got a couple here. Um, this one jumped out to me. This is from Robin. I would have panic attacks in line at the grocery store. Woo! Because I was terrified my card was going to decline. It was a miserable existence. I'm feeling that right here in my chest. Me too. Oh, I love this. Haley Joe. Yeah. Oh. This one hit me. Having to ask for your parents, having to ask your parents for money as an adult was my all-time low. Did it once, never again after that. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I remember early on in our marriage, Stacey and I uh, brought... Not credit card debt, but we did have student loan debt, and we were paying it. There wasn't any moratorium mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And we were both starting out. We weren't making much money. Right. And I think we were probably five or six months into marriage. We had an apartment in Richmond, Virginia, and and we weren't on a budget. We were just two young kids. Yeah, man. And I remember taking her out to eat. And, you know, I mean, we're six months in. Tell me what happened, Ken. Well, you know what happened. You went to pay for the steak, and they they brought the card back. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir, but yeah. is there another card you would yeah. like? And us we to were run? so clueless. Mm-hmm. Stacy was like, "Well, maybe something wrong with this card." So she does the old, "Here, try my card." Mm. The way your bank account was set up, though, they go walking off. You know what I mean? And you're kind of in that moment going, "Uh, is that is this a card problem or like we so just you didn't even know? Like you didn't know? Hey, I, I know I don't. Have I'm, money. I'm owning it. We didn't know. We thought we were okay. We weren't budgeting, and we were just living life." Man, I know and about we that. didn't have much margin. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, were you so embarrassed? Humiliated is the word. Oh, mortified. Not so much of what the waiter thought of us, but that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I remember calling the bank and getting the lady on the phone because mm-hmm. we didn't have it. Like, we got to pay the bill. Oh, that's right. You can't, you're washing dishes otherwise. Well, let me tell you something. We luckily came up with some cash. I had some cash in the car that I, you know, mm. like we were like finding like, the change Stacey underneath. Someone the... are like, "Oh, I'm not even kidding." And I, profu- I, I apologize. We didn't have enough to tip the waiter. Ooh, Ken, yeah, that'll so, that'll get your attention. So I had to tell the waiter. I mean, it was, and the waiter was super cool. Yeah. And I said, "I am not going to leave you hanging." And I went back about a week later. And 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 gave that dude some money, but like we wow, that's a, we had that's to pull something. from. It was a it was so embarrassing. Yeah, it was right before paycheck, oh, and we weren't paying attention. Uh-huh. And that's when I was like, I don't ever want to be humiliated like that again. I know that's right. Uh, that is when you're Ken, looking at the waiter story. going, I got to come up with the money to pay my bill, or I may be in the back. Okay, that rolling okay. up the old sleeves. Washing the dishes. Yeah, here, give me the macaroni plate. I'll get that. Mm. That's a true story. That's a good. It was a wake up call. That was like, oof. Now this was all pre Dave Ramsey. We didn't even know who he was, so we didn't discover him until you know two or three years later. Yeah. But that was a wake up call for us that we need to be budgeting and paying attention to what's going on. So, 
That's a good one. Wait, what about what about Rachel? I'll be honest with you. I got a little. I got a little. I got a little. Uh, little anxiety. Did you right start there, feeling retelling some type of that way? story? Well, look at this one. This one says, "I." So this kind of reminded me of you. She said, "I saw my husband cry at a checkout because our card got declined and we had to put things back." Oh yeah, I wish I could have put my food did you, back, did but you I had cry? already eaten it. No, I I didn't cry because I was my face was boiling. Mm. Do you know that kind of embarrassment where like you want to crawl under the table? Yeah. Well, look at this. I, I, I want to read this last one because I, I I have some thoughts on this. She said, when I finally wrote my debt down on paper one day out of the blue, the number absolutely terrified me. I didn't realize I was that far in debt. I didn't want to get stuck in that situation. That reminds me, Sam and I were just talking the other day. He was like, Jade, the day that I realized how much debt we had, we were at staying at his mom's house in the upstairs bed. You know, when you're like in your old bedroom. That's, oh yeah that's, that's when you've worst. gone all the way down that's to the, the bottom worst. all right you and your your old bedroom yeah and you're your new wife oh. hey hi this is my bedroom girl yeah. well it was his sister's bedroom that oh, was even sister's. worse so it's like flowers yeah. and stuff so yeah. we sit we're sitting in there and he pulls up you know what do you do you go to credit karma to see and it was like that was the first time we'd ever looked at a credit report to see it all listed you want to talk about hyperventilation <laughs> Freaked, freaked you out man because the numbers just kept adding up they just kept coming just more and more zeros is that is that the because i know your story the big total is that when you found out the big that was total? when we, yeah because i had been kind of oh. pushing him to tell like how tell much is people it how who much don't is it? know your story uh yeah so uh, started out came out of college newly married i knew we had a lot of debt i didn't know how much and i knew sam had alluded to the fact that he had a, a lot of student loan debt i didn't you know when you're that young, you don't know what a lot, of, quote, a lot of money is. He was so handsome and talented, you didn't care. Oh, thank God the man is good looking. He's a snack. But let me tell you, when he told, I, he kept saying, yeah, I think it's around 130. I think it's around 150. I'm like, well, what is it? So I'm pushing on him, pushing on it. Finally, he logs in, looks at it. $280,000 of just student loan debt. Oof. The rest of it to total $460,000 of debt between credit cards, cars, Everything right, else so that's a in. perfect segue for our next caller, I think. I'm just reading the board here. Let's see what Keith has got to say. In Indianapolis, Keith, you're on the Ramsey Show. Hey, Ken. Hey, Jay. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You too, buddy. What's up? Yes, so I am uh, also recently married. Um, also, within the last year, got a new job. I moved down here to Indy. Um, I've done the math, and it looks like over the next four years, uh, given my spouse is in dental school, we'll be able to cash flow about three and a half of that. Um, just one of your guys' take on that last half of the year where we would be depleting the cash. Um, would we take out the loan and then pay it off within, you know, well, immediately start having a job or um, try to rework the budget now and with this little bit of runway, try to make it to where we break even by then or, you know, dealing with a lot of, you know, five years here, <laughs> a lot of time pretty much. But let me make sure I under, let me make sure I understood you correctly. So newly married, you both have new jobs. She's going to be a dentist. And my apologies. My apologies. Yes. I, I got a job. So household income's 80 K with okay. my job. She's starting dental school right now. So she's not working. Okay. Right. And you have most of it saved up. We only got about a minute, so we I'm only have rush to pay. Us. We only have to pay half the school year, right? Um, yeah, it would be. It would. Well, I mean, so we're saving money before now and then. Obviously, um, 
But real real quickly, you said that you've got three and a half years paid. Is that correct? We will have three and a half years paid. Three and a half years paid. Yeah. How, how long so, is the program? Four years. Okay. How much would you need to make up? Um, right now we're under seven by seventeen thousand. Doing the math. Don't take out a loan for seventeen thousand. What's going to prevent you from getting that seventeen thousand between now and three and a half years from now? Um, just having done the budget where we're zero based. You're uh, gonna. Hey, you're going to make more money between now and then. You're starting at 80K now. It's three and a half years on down the road. You got a lot of road to make up that money. Yes. Sell some stuff. Get a side job. You've come so far. Don't go into debt at this point. You've got the $17,000 between now and then, even with a little bit of margin and a whole lot of hustle, you can come up with that. You do not want to strap yourself with that debt. You're so close. Very good. I applaud you for having that much. Finish the job. Finish well. So excited for you, Keith. Thanks for the call. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up. Hey, guys. It's George. And Rachel. Now, we've been around the block a time or two when it comes to this money stuff. And one thing we've both learned is how important it is to have a budget. 100%, George. Now, tell me, what's the bougiest thing you have in your every dollar budget? Oh, gosh. A thousand percent, it's our French Bulldogs. (laughs) They have their own budget line for their fancy specialized veterinary brand kibble. Oh my gosh, yep, that's definitely bougie. But hey, that's the great thing about budgeting. It's how you prioritize the important things. Because if George didn't budget, let's be honest, he'll probably end up wasting that kibble money on hair care products okay. for himself. all right, shots fired. Well, how often would you spend your grocery money on those creepy thriller novels you love? <laughs> I know, okay, fair, you got me. Well, guys, you can experience the same focus and freedom that comes with having a budget. Download our app, Every Dollar, and start budgeting today for free. It's the easiest way to create a plan for your spending. Click the link in the show notes and start budgeting today. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. If you've been with us, Jade and I were talking about some I've had it moments for us and certainly from uh, the stories we get from you, our awesome, amazing audience. And uh, if you'd like to share your I've had it moments, you can do that in our various social media accounts, uh, the YouTube comments, Spotify comments. We'd love to hear your stories. They're, They're inspiring. And uh, we love to share them. So we're going to be doing that more and more on the show. So if you've got a great I've had it moment, uh, share in all those places, and uh, we'd love to share your story. All right, the phone number is 888-825-5225. Let's go to AJ, who's joining us now in Washington, D.C. AJ, how can we help? Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. You Huge bet. fans of you guys. Um I am calling because my wife and I are currently on baby step three. We're about to move into step three B slash four. Our household income is 140 K. The houses in our area are around average 450 K. And I'm curious to know if it's wise to buy a condo, um, which would be cheaper or should we just save up for a single family house? I'm asking because um, we're about to start trying for a baby soon, and the plan is to have my wife stay home while I work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not too sure if we can save up for a down payment, no less than 20%. um, No less than than 20% for a down payment, and the mortgage be less than 25% of our income, or of my income, I guess. 
So, so the one forty k is is that that's the combined income. So if your wife, yeah, if your mm-hmm. wife becomes a stay at home mom, what does that drop the income to? So at the moment, it will be a uh, well at the moment seventy three k. Okay. Um, but potentially it could bump up to eighty three. Okay, so what I would do is when making the decision on what to spend with the home, I would use that budget, what the the money that you would be taking in between 73000 and 83000 because you've said that, hey, this is probably what's going to take place. And what happens is if you buy your home based on 140000 and she decides to stay home, you're going to feel strapped big time. Mm-hmm. So 25% of the take-home pay based off of the seventy-three dollars to $83,000 salary is what I would do. And mm-hmm. if that, I mean, if this is your first venture into real estate, I'm not mad with, you know, a townhome that's two or three bedrooms. Because here's the thing, when it comes to real estate, A, you buy when you can afford, not when the market mm-hmm. says, not when, you know, the economy says, when you can afford and you buy what you can afford. You don't just buy, well, this, you know, in my area, here's what they are. No, there's always a spectrum of price. And it may mm-hmm. not, like you said, it may not be a single family home, but a townhouse may not be, you know, a bad choice for you guys. So I'd probably start looking there. It sounds like you're, just by the language that you used, it sounds like you're pretty acclimated with what we teach here at Ramsey, but we've got a really great calculator um, to calculate how much home can you afford. And literally, if you type that in, how much home can I afford? You know, Ramsey Solutions, that calculator will pop right up and you can plug those numbers in and see exactly uh, what you need to put aside. Oh, and I can find that on the website? Yeah, absolutely. Matter of oh, fact, if they can get it up on the screen in time, uh, we'll put it there for you. Or if you know, maybe they'll put it in the show notes for you, but we'll make sure that you have that information because it's super, super helpful. There it is right there. You can put it in figure out what's going on and it'll help you out. Yeah, absolutely. And have you, have you guys, uh, have you taken FPU? Have you done any of that yet? We have, I think we have, we've kind of like dragged it out. I mean, we, we listen to your show, sure, uh, but we, we've kind of like dragged out the lessons. I think we have like two more lessons. All right, good, 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 good. I was yeah. thinking of a baby gift. So maybe total money makeover. I feel like we need to give, we got to, yeah, let's give them even something. though the baby's not there yet, it's kind of a, let's, let's yeah. exciting time, exciting season, yeah. getting ready to start a family. So hang on the line. We'll give you a copy of, I like that. of Dave Ramsey's total money makeover. This is a great book just to, as you're listening, watching the show, you got a few lessons left in FPU, you know, read a chapter a day, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and just, and then talk about it, turn it into a discussion. Uh, and, and this is a great way to solidify this process to really understand. And, you know, like you said, you like, you get it, mm-hmm. but we don't want you getting it. We want you doing it because it's going to really set you guys up long-term. Yeah, Let's good. go to Reading, Pennsylvania. Now, Howard is on the line. Howard, how can we help? Hey, how you doing today? Good. Doing What's good. going on, sir? Um, so, a um, number of years ago, my, my, when we were pregnant with my second child, my wife was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And so, we were concerned that in the future, our children, if they were to come down with something, they wouldn't be able to get life insurance. So, we went ahead and got whole life policies for them. And I know you guys take on whole life insurance. I didn't know how you felt about this situation, knowing that the potential in the future that they could have something or, have, you know, to that extent that they wouldn't be eligible for life insurance. Um, would you keep them? Would you get rid of them? What would you? Um, well, I wouldn't do this. Here's, here's why. Um, 
when it comes to insurance, the purpose of insurance is to replace income. That's the whole purpose of it when it comes to life insurance. So for instance, the policies that you have, whether the one you know you have uh, or the one that your wife has, it's there so that if something happened to you, the people who depend mm-hmm. on your income would be okay. So mm-hmm. policies on kids doesn't really meet that criteria because they don't have an income and there's nothing that, you know, is at risk at that point. And you would be better off if you were really concerned about them having medical problems, you'd be more, you'd be better off just investing money aside for them, (laughs) you know, in a brokerage account or something like that. If that was truly, truly a concern, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend that either. I think a lot of this is kind of based off of a fear I'm not sure how irrational the fear. Only you would know that because you know their health situation. Right. Well, it was when they were when they were first born. So, like, literally, as they were born, we put life insurance, well, whole life insurance policies on them, um, just to have insurance in place. Because I know a lot of them are transferable later in life. So, if you do come down with something, there you can still add yeah, but, money to them without having medical exams and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but whole life, whole life, it's life insurance, not medical insurance. Number one. And number two, it's the worst possible life insurance. So I kind of feel like you're you're using the wrong product to solve a problem that may not even be a problem. It's kind of like you're just, I feel like you're, I feel like you have in your mind what is a problem and what you're telling me, I'm like, it doesn't sound like it's a problem. And then mm-hmm. you're using the wrong method to solve the problem that doesn't even seem like it's really a problem. So you would just cancel them at this point. Or yes. I would cancel them. And if there's something that it's like, hey, you don't want to say it on the air that's medical going on with the medical wise that you feel like you need to have a pile of money. Let's just get with a smart vester pro and figure out the best way yeah. that you're putting aside for their future. And I think that's a better way because these whole life policies, it is the worst possible investment for your money. OK, there's mm-hmm. nothing worse out there. Mm-hmm. So I want you to know that. Um, and like I said, if you do have a concern about needing a chunk of money for their health, there's better ways to do that with a smart vester pro. Yeah, absolutely. Get out of this product, Howard. There's so much better things you can do. And I would really recommend that you visit RamseySolutions.com, click on Smart Vester Pro, find some of these folks in your area, have a conversation with them about it in detail. Mm-hmm. They can go in depth with you mm-hmm. and they'll help you do everything you need to do. But this, this is, uh, I love the, your focus though, mm-hmm. and I love what you're trying to do. And I, I think you're going to find a much better, much better strategy um, and that we teach. And so again, talk to a smart investor pro in your area, come up with a plan and move forward from there. Yeah, um, it. You know, it, it occurs to me that um, this, this, this month is almost over. It's hard to believe. Like, I can't believe it. I, you know what I mean? Kids are back at school in the Southeast, certainly. And uh, this is a big month for us. It's kind of like a secondary Christmas at Ramsey Solutions. And I want new audience members, uh, uh, current audience members to know about our cash giveaway. So all month long, we've been giving away cash. Uh, weekly, we have a $500 prize, and then there's a grand prize of $3,000. And you can enter at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. Woo! Go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can enter once a day, and uh, no purchase necessary. You do have to be 18 years old uh, to win. So go do that and uh, win some of Dave's money. I mean, come on. Who doesn't like free cash? I know I do. Unfortunately, you're ineligible. I'm not eligible. This is The Ramsey Show.
Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life with your money, your relationships, and your work. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Jade Warshaw, 888-825-5225. That's the toll-free number for you to jump in. We'd love to take your call. Jade's here to answer your money questions. I'll weigh in. I'm here to answer any questions related to your work, making more money. Uh, experiencing more meaning so you're not tempted to go get a credit card to drown your sorrows on Friday after you've been just trying to make it through to the weekend. And Jade will weigh in on those topics as well. 888-825-5225. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri. Kelly is joining us. Kelly, how can we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure, what's up? Um, The reason I'm calling is... um, just wanted to let you know, like, me and my husband are in our 60s, and we're on baby step seven. Wow. And I just wanted to see what you would do. Um, I work part-time, and he's getting ready to retire at the end of the year. And just wanted to see what you would do in this situation. So uh, a year and a half ago, we, we helped our daughter purchase. A, well, didn't, we didn't help her. We purchased a house and used our savings to, to pay cash for her a house because she was going through divorce and was having trouble finding affordable housing. So, um, so, so that they would be in a, a decent place, a decent housing. So we bought a single family home, paid cash for it. And then, um, now her divorce is finished and she is getting, uh, some settlement from her, some property that they own together that they're dividing. Mm-hmm. And so she she's interested in buying the house and she wanted to know, um, about buying it and what, what we was going to want for it. And so, um, it went up in value, though, at least 10%. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and we've been renting it to her at a discounted value, like over less than half of what we could get on the fair market place, but sure. just to help her out. But, um, so she... Um, so what's your question, Kelly? My question is, should we, I feel like we should, uh, we're wanting to give her a discount rather than fair market value, but, um, she's, um, how I much did you pay for the house? 234. And what's it worth now? 275. 275. Um, and we told her we'd sell it for 259 to her only at a discount. Okay. And can she afford yeah. that? And does, um, she's going to go see, she hasn't went and seen, but she thinks she can cause she has a chunk to pay down. But she is appalled and, and um, surprised that we want to make money off of her. Well, because we let me let so me tell just, you what let me tell you what I heard, and I'm going to give you a, a unbiased answer. What I heard okay. from your own words is we bought a daughter a, a house for our daughter. Yeah, but yes. now what it sounds like is we didn't buy a house for our daughter. We bought a house that was a rental, and although we didn't charge her what we could get for rent it's not her house. It's the house that we can earn money on. And I think what I think based off of even what my confusion was is if there was any indication from her that this was for her, she, even though she's not entitled to it, I think that's where the confusion is because she's not entitled to it. But if the communication on this was anything like this call, there's a lot of gray area for people to think, well, I thought da 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 da. No, it's this. It's this. and that's what happens sometimes when you do these things for family. They get gray area really, really quickly. 
I would yeah. feel the same way your daughter does if, in fact, it was communicated clearly that you guys were buying the house for her. You were going to go lock it up, and then and then she was going to buy it back from. I mean, mm-hmm. was the understanding that she would buy it back from you? No, I never thought she would be able to afford to buy it. I okay, whoa, whoa, okay, okay, okay. So, so I this is we were going to invest in the real estate market because we had our money in just in the savings account. So I thought we was going to invest in the real estate market and it would grow while we're renting it to her. But I never thought she would be the buyer because I didn't think she could afford it. Okay, that. so when you told her, well, l- 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 let me do this. We're going to go one little step at a time. Yeah. Did you and your husband tell your daughter that you were buying that house for her? Yes or no? For her family to live in, yes. To rent, well, yes. To rent. So you, to so rent. it was not her house. It was, we are buying a house that we are going to allow you to rent at a discount. That's what was communicated. Yeah. Okay. Now that's different. That is different. So now the question becomes... Um, but I do, I'm not going to lie. I do have questions about how well that was communicated because it was not communicated here on the Well, that's the why I'm going well. back. Kelly, no. was that super clear to her? Yes, it was super clear to me that uh, us that no, she to was her. going to pay. That's that's oh, where the to problem. Her. Yes, it, yes, it was super clear to her that she was going to rent that, and that's what we were buying the house for for them to live in, and they were going to pay rent to okay. us. Okay. And so now, recently, the conversation is has shifted. Has shifted, and you guys, and so she's upset because she thinks that you should sell her the house for the exact amount of money that you put into it. Yeah, because she's been paying us a, a discounted rent. She thinks she thinks that's. That that should have been enough. Well, she money. she's probably feeling like, hey, I put some money in. I've helped accumulate some of this equity because I've been paying the payment. This is a tough it, one. It, it's a, it's, it's only a tough a one. Bit. It's only a tough one because it's family. And when you do deals with family, folks don't put things in writing the way they should. Yeah. What, okay. Let me stipulate. That's the reason why. I think it's tough is because I feel like I'm going to be mean when I say this. But I don't think the daughter has any right to be upset about the sales price. In this case, she's already been given a discount by her mom and dad, which is very generous. Well, it depends on how. Again, we're talking about because she could call Kelly. You're the one who called in, but your daughter could call in and say this in a totally different way. I believe Kelly's telling the truth, yeah. and in that situation, I don't think your daughter has any right to be upset about it. I would just tell her. I would say, you know what? This is the this price. Is, this is messy, and it's not worth the relationship. Go out and buy your own buy house. your own house that's that you love think. that you can afford. That's what I think. I, that's what I would like to see. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, because Kelly, and just to be clear, I believe there's none I, available. There's none other was available. So this is she's well. Here's the other well. question: Do you think, as her mama, that she's going to be really upset if you tell her that she's already upset about the sales price? Is she going to be really, really upset when you go? You know what? I think it's probably better that you just go find your own house and, and, and we not have tension over this. Is that going to be a bigger issue? Well, we already had that conversation last week, and I said, that's fine. Yeah, she, that's fine. Uh, go, she you, say? Know, you can go buy something else and, and that you can afford. I want you to be able to afford it. And mm-hmm. so, But she got to look, and there is nothing. There's, There's got to be something. in her area, that, in her price range, that she can afford. Well, so that's, The housing market's so tight. Well, that's she could buy something smaller then. I, yeah, there's always something. It's not an apples to apples. And she might have to go slightly outside of her neighborhood. I guess where I was going was, is if this is going to be a big, big issue, and I'm thinking about it, if this was my girl, I'd go, yeah. all right, I'll sell you the house for the number you want so that we're all getting along. I might. Okay. I, I know might I'm all. Over, I know I'm all over the place, but I'm like, it's not that much money. It's not that big of a difference to have to deal with that. 
It's just such an icky situation. It's an icky situation. Yeah. Am I going to lose my daughter? Yeah. They're baby step seven. They can eat the 20000 That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to lose my daughter even for six months over that amount of money. I'm going to walk away and be the adult here, yeah. literally and figuratively. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what I'm going with. Oh, boy. Jade will tell me if I'm right or wrong in the break. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by the incomparable, the fabulous Jade Warshaw, ladies and gentlemen. 888 Time for our question of the day. The question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. After fires or floods, their Rainbow Restoration Pros offer homeowners trusted full-service restoration expertise like mold remediation, carpet cleaning, odor removal, and more. Visit Neighborly.com today to find Rainbow Restoration Services in your area. Very cool. All right, today's question comes from Ashley in Ohio. She says, my husband's company gives a 3% match on any dollar amount with no limit. However, it is in a traditional 401k, not a Roth. Okay. I know this rule is due to the match. Uh, I know the rule is to do the match, then Roth IRA. I just don't know what to do when there is not a limit to his match. Do we just put 15% in his 401k or do we limit it and somehow put and put some in the Roth? He's 31. I'm 28. Um, There is a limit. My husband's company gives a 3% match on any dollar amount. Well, there's a limit because there's a limit to your 401k. That's number one. So we're investing up until that limit that you're getting 3% on. Does that make sense? And then we're moving on to the Roth because this is a better situation for you long-term because you'll be able to take the money out of that without taxes after retirement. And then once you max out that um, Roth IRA, if you wanted to come back and do your traditional and fill it up to the rest of the limit, you could do that. Hopefully I made that make sense. Yeah. Did I cover that, Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think she's thinking that the 3% is like goes on forever. Right. But it doesn't because your 401k has a limit. So I want to make sure I answered that clearly. You're looking at me. I'm not going to correct the I just want to make sure, did I not miss something? Because, but I guess when I think about it. It's confusing for folks. It could be confusing. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's good. Yeah, you clarified it. It's the 15%, and here's mm-hmm. how we get to the 15%, and then yes. here's your options that get you to the 15%. That's right. And that's what you laid out. That's right. So yeah. um, each each year, there's a limit on what you can put into that, and I think this year it was 22500 or something like that. Right, yeah. And then with your Roth IRA, there's a limit. So yep. it's 3%. So there we go. That's All enough. right, good stuff. All right, thank you for the question. 888 5225 is the number. Let's go to Victor, who joins us now in Hartford, Connecticut. Victor, how can we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my, my wife and I, we got married about uh, eight years ago, and uh, we're really good at saving, but uh, not very good at uh, investing, I guess. So currently we have about 250000 in uh, savings, and um, we thought we'd splurge on a on a new car, and we got a car loan for about uh, fifty nine thousand. And <laughs> the, the loan is for five years, <laughs> five years at uh, five percent. Victor, um, how long have you been invest- listening to this show? Uh, <laughs> um, I've discovered you about uh, I guess two years ago, but I don't listen regularly. All right, Victor, do you know what our position is on on taking out loans for anything, much less a car? 
Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and my friend, you've got the 250 in the bank. But no, but yeah. no, because I'm shook to my core that you have, you're spending $60,000 on a car. I just need to know your income and maybe my shook, shooked nature will go away. But <laughs> <laughs> tell me how much your income is. Uh, well, it's it's grown substantially in uh, recent years, but uh, this year we're on track to make about uh, uh, 175. No, combined. okay, 175 combined. Yeah, I can't. Uh, well, how, the, how much the, the is what's is, your what's your wife's car worth? Um, the, the the worth of the car is, I believe. Um, what'd you pay? Yeah, what'd you pay for it? Sixty. 64 no yeah, just over 64 you guys are tripping you're tripping slipping and dipping you got it sixty thousand two sixty thousand dollar cars no no no, just, no. no, no, no. oh sorry i, no, I misunderstood no, no. your question yeah no no this, this is the, the the car that we got the, the this um, is just the new purchase and do you have any other debt i know but i want to know how many cars uh, they no, have no and what they're debt. worth total all right so so answer jade's question because she says you're tripping slipping and dipping i think that's how that went <laughs> that is correct uh what is what is the other car that you have and we know it's paid for um uh we have a roughly fifteen thousand dollar car okay okay so the sixty thousand dollar the, the sixty thousand dollar car and the fifteen thousand dollar car. That's seventy five thousand dollars. I know. I know cars. it's high. I know it's high. But they got the cash. So before I even get to that part, I'm like, why would you take out a loan for a car? And Jade's going to get you to this is the kind of car you should be buying based on the ratios. But why in the world? Before we get to that, why would you take out a loan when you have no other debt and you got all kinds of cash in the bank? I want to understand oh, the, your philosophy. The, I don't think it's a, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's a good philosophy or not, but um, we, um, our, our bank where we uh, keep our savings approached us uh, uh, with an offer to invest in a um, brokerage account. So I don't know if a brokerage account with that's going to net us more uh, revenue to offset the, the percentage on the, on the car loan. That you know? was your, that was your reasoning. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no. It um, makes no sense to me so, at all. Zero sense. Okay. What he's thinking is he's like, well, it's 5% on I my car. I know what he's thinking. I, he's looking at the percentages of interest instead of real dollars, yeah, which is a car payment of what? What's your car payment on this thing? Uh, well, real dollars, the real cost of the loan is going to be 8000 over five years. That's not what I asked you. So you're already playing games. You're, yeah, you're playing. Oh, no. Okay. What so, is so your car on. payment? Per month, it's going to be around eleven uh, eleven hundred. That is just mind-numbingly stupid. Yeah, it's so much money. It's just so much money. And here's the thing: you don't have to play these games. You know, you're making one hundred seventy-five thousand. You're both working. You can pay for things in cash. This car, I'm guessing, was brand brand spanking new, right? Correct. How you're, much, al- you're already upside down. Now. Yeah. How much could you have saved by just getting a year used, a two years used, right? Probably twenty thousand dollars. Like this, it's not worth it for me. I have a feeling that you're going to do what you want to do because this, your game makes sense to you. And that's, that's okay. Um, I would tell you to sell this car. I I think it's, it's, I think it's extravagant for where you're at. Um, You could pay it off in two seconds and keep it. I'm not mad at you if you did. I think you have way too much money in savings. Um, you said it was mm-hmm. savings, but then you said it was a brokerage account. So I want to make sure, is it invested no, money? No, no, it's not invested yet. Uh, that's that's why I'm calling to ask to see if uh, 
it's a good idea to go into a brokerage account no, okay. for that kind of money. Okay, so I'm just going to briefly, and this is not just for you, for anyone listening. Here's how we teach. It's a series of steps, and I think that if you filter it through this, it's going to help you. All right, in your case, do you have any other debt besides these cars? I put him on hold. I thought you were running. That's okay. Down. That's okay. If you have any other debt besides these cars, we would take any money that you have saved less $1,000 and throw it at your debt. So in your case, we'd pay off every single penny of debt. That's baby step two. And by the way, he has no other debt but this new car. Sweet. Yeah. Pay it off. And then you've got plenty of money. We would keep three to six months of expenses set aside. You could keep it in a high yield savings account, but not non-invested money that you can, it's liquid, you can get to it easily. That's baby step three. Baby step four is we would start investing 15% of your income every month into either your 401k or a Roth IRA, okay? That's next. Then, you know, you could save for your kid's college if you wanted to, and then you would use any money left over that you just have cash sitting around or that's in your income. You can throw that at your home mortgage to pay it off early. So you've got a lot of money sitting around. Um, some of it is your three to six month emergency fund to be liquid. Some of it's going to go to pay off this car. And then whatever it's left, if you have a mortgage, dude, throw it at your mortgage. I don't think I'm going to be able to convince you to do that because our minds work in different ways. Um, but that's really the way to do it. That's the fastest, safest most secure way to build wealth. And I'm not just saying that as a talking head, we've done the studies. It's true, millions of people have done it this way. So that's all I can tell you. And that's all I'm gonna tell you. That's all you can do. Good stuff. Thank you for the call. Hope you figure it out. We're here to walk it through with you. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, America. We're thrilled that you're with us. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Jade Warshaw. The phone number for you to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go to Chicago where Robert joins us. Robert, you're on The Ramsey Show. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi Robert. Jade. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh I'm in big financial trouble where we owe over a million dollars all in together, including mortgage. And, uh, yeah. Let's break it down. 462 is the mortgage, uh, 96,000 student loan, uh, 42,000 car. Is that student loan federal? No, no, no. It's with Ernest. I've been, paying it back for a couple of years at this point. Okay. How much and, was the car? Um, and the car is 42 and the car, the car is going. I already decided that. Okay, good. We're, we're going to get rid of it. Probably we'll spend 1000 to $12,000 on it, but it is what it is. That's fine. It's uh, still going down. The, the rest is, the rest is installment and credit cards and uh, our income is. Wait, hold on a second. 42, 4462000 4, in the mortgage, 96000 in private student loans, 42000 is the car. Run run the rest because there's still a good deal left. Is it all credit cards? What is it? Uh, installments, installment loans and credit cards. Like private loans. So so give me the numbers. Uh, yes, I, I do have um, $50,000, like a solar panel loan as well. Solar panels. Uh, what else? Yeah. What's in the credit cards? What's uh, in the personal loans? Personal loans, everything together is approximately two hundred twenty-five thousand. 
Yes. Who do you owe and, that and, to? What what persons? Oh, your favorite SoFi. SoFi. And Lightstream and Upstart and so oh and then there's some some credit cards in there too so so, so here's 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 the thing we i've been trying to be smart and didn't quite work out i i was in a position where i could lend money to guys who need it and you know make profit on it so i would throw money on a card or give mm. the installment loan and, and they pay me back and it's been making some profit on it so you're but taking out the debt for other position folks right now. One guy stopped paying, uh, and it's it's really it's so much stress. I'm I'm done with it. How much Absolutely. money do you make? Uh, I would make twenty to thirty thousand a year net after all the costs. Did you say you make twenty to thirty thousand dollars a year? Yes, net net after after all the costs. My friend, from, you're not in position the, from the from the you know. Loaning money. No, 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 no. I want to know what for is your, your job? income. The income is uh, about ten thousand a month. Okay. No, no. What You're, is your? Is that your personal take home in your salary? Yes, your that, job that's is ten thousand. My wife's ten thousand a month. Okay, so it, it's like ninety Oh my gosh, you were in no position to be taking out loans for other people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I could spend a so, lot of time telling you the ridiculousness of all. Of, I mean, it's 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 one thing to take yeah. out debt for yourself. It's another thing to take out debt like some kind of a loan shark and loan it to other people. You know that. I think that you feel the weight of that. I think you know. I hope that you know. I, I do. Oh, I think that you do. Okay. Um, is it just uh, you? Do you have a family? Tell me more. No, it's a full family. It's my wife. She's sitting right next to me here. Kids. Uh, we have three kids. Okay. Um, All right. So yeah, here's. We have, a, we have a full house. Are you both working? Uh, yes, she's working. Her hours are a little bit irregular. So. And does that 10k involve her, what she's bringing in? Yes. Okay. I need her to work 40 hours a week. Not irregular. I need her to pick up something that is just as solid as what you're doing, and then after she does that and this applies to you too, you're both getting side jobs. You guys are about to work your booties off. You have to. There's no other way, okay? So you already said that you're getting rid of the car. You're going to take a 10K loss. That's fine. You're still getting out of 32000 of debt. That's great. Solar panels. How is this? Is there any way to get out of it? Uh, are you able to sell them? Have you looked well, into they, anything? They, they essentially replace my utility bill. That's what it is. Right, but can you get out of them? Can you sell them? Uh, probably at a loss. Well, we're getting out I'm of sure, debt, so I'm sure it would be ten to fifteen thousand dollars loss, if not more. Yeah, yeah, but you're also you're not thinking about the debt that's gone. So getting that down to fifteen thousand dollars that you owe is better than fifty thousand, right? Yeah, just getting rid of the car and the solar panels, if you can do it, is going to give you some more room to be able to start really going after these other. So, so here is here is really the question I'm calling with. Oh, uh, it's I, I honestly we would need to increase our income by about five thousand a month. Yep. To, I mean, to, you, just to be able to bulk those payments. 
yeah, you're going to have to get your income. After, after getting after getting rid of the car and everything. So what's mm-hmm. your question? And we're honestly, if I will float them, uh, credit cards will start soon start charging because the balances are like on zero balance promotion and so on. Yeah. So I, I'm expecting to get a bigger payout next year in August, September. For what? Pretty much, it's it's money that's owed to me. No, we're not waiting till August. It's great that you have money coming, but we can't wait or depend on that as the solution because, as you've seen before, sometimes folks don't pay. So we've got yes, to start today. Yes. What's your more? Uh, what are you paying every month for your home? It's about thirty-two hundred dollars. That includes mortgage, taxes, insurance. Okay, I. 10K a month. Are you guys on a budget? I need to know how far, how deeply you've gotten into we're, this. We started the budget. We're really cut our spending significantly and we're, we have a budget ready for September. Okay. I need it down to, here's the thing. There's no breathing room here. We got to go and we got to go like our life depends on it because yours really does. Wife is working. We're starting that process to get her full time tomorrow. Okay. You guys pick up side hustles. I don't care what it is. Any money right now is going to be so helpful for you. I'm looking at ways to get rid of the car instantly. Sell off these solar panels if you can instantly. I'm looking for ways to do anything I can. I'm looking at your mortgage, to be honest with you. And I want to know, what it, when, when did you get this house? Did you get it recently? Or have you had it for a uh, while? Two years ago. Two years ago. What's it worth? And what's the interest on it? Probably it's under three percent. And what's it worth? It's uh, six hundred. We could probably walk away with how much you know, equity do you have in sales six fifty and get so hundred twenty thousand, hundred thirty thousand equity in it. How much? Mm-hmm. Hundred twenty or thirty. Hundred twenty. Hundred twenty, hundred thirty. We put twenty percent down. My friend I would be scorched earth now. I, I I would, if it were me, I'd be selling the house and we would be getting a place that is, the kids are kids. They'll be fine. I'd put them all in one room. I would be going bananas on this to take that 130, put it towards this debt, get you some breathing room. Your life is going to be so much better, so much faster. This house is just as big a problem in my mind as everything else. It's too much of their income. It all all is. I'd get out of it now. That's that's what I would do. And I'd rent. Yeah. It, you need every dime that you can get, and all I'm not going to make any bones about it. All of it's going to suck. It, it it's not going to be fun. Well, his life sucks already. Yeah, but I'm tell. just saying, like you know, this is going to be the one of those seasons where it's like, wow, you're going to feel the gravity of the decisions that you made. But the good news is, you can course correct and you can right this ship, and you can make it happen, and you're going to make it happen. But it, you're, it's not going to happen if you don't do the things that Ken and I told you today. Starting today, don't leave anything out. Don't try to skirt the process. Do it. Hang on the line, Robert. I want to do a couple things, Austin, for Robert. So, Robert, hang on the line. Number one, I want to get you in Ramsey's number one flagship product, Financial Peace University. We're going to give you every dollar as well, the number one budgeting tool in the world. And I'm going to set you up with a one session with one of our financial coaches. Yes. This is The Ramsey Show. Hang on the line. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, Jade Warshaw. We're here for you. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Our scripture 
and quote of the day are Galatians 6, 9, our scripture, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And our quote from Mark Twain, do the right thing, it will gratify some people and astonish the rest. I think if he were alive today, he might also say, it'll piss off a whole lot of people, too. (laughs) There you go. All right, back to the phones we go. Richard joins us now in Providence, Rhode Island. Richard, how can we help? Hey, how's it going today? Good. How are you, sir? I'm great. So I'm great now that I get to talk to you guys. Uh, I just started listening to the Dave Ramsey show a few weeks ago, and um, because of it, I've already started to make some changes. But, you know, I'm I'm in a lot of debt. Throughout my 20s, I pretty much mismanaged my finances, mismanaged my life, put myself in a car loan that I had no business being in. Uh, I got a lot of student loans, and I have a lot of credit card debt as well. How okay. much? So with my credit cards, I originally I owed 12000 Uh-huh. but after I entered into a debt consolidation plan, but after watching a Dave Ramsey video, I decided to exit right out of that. Good. So since then, I've been um, consolidating my own loans. I've been trying to negotiate with them to get them paid off. So out of my five credit cards that I owe, I paid off three of them already. Very good. So, so give us your total. Left. Walk Jade through your total debt. Give us the numbers and, and, and assign it. What do you got? Okay. So I have $7,000 in credit card debt okay. between my two cards. I have fifteen grand left on my car, and I have 33000 in student loans. Good. Okay. And what what's you your earn? income? Yeah. I make 47,800 for my 9 to 5 job and then on the weekends I make another maybe 10 grand a year. So I pull in about $3800 a month. Okay. 3800 a month. What's the car worth, do you know? I Kelly Blue booked it about a week ago and it's worth about 20. Okay. Mm. And you're how old? I'm 30. Are you single? Yes. Okay. What's your rent situation or mortgage? Do you have a home or are you renting? I live with my parents, so I don't pay anything. Okay. But that's my problem. I'm dying to move out here. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say. <laughs> Wait, how old yeah, are you? He's 30. I'm 30 years old. Okay, yeah. You're a grown man. It's You're trying to you get to out. Leave. Look, yes, and let's yeah. make that happen. Um, you have no money saved, I'm assuming. I have no money saved. I don't have any retirement either, and that kills me as well. I really want to get started on a retirement and a savings, but mm-hmm. as I learned from Dave Ramsey, you know, right? We got to do it right. Thousand dollars in a savings. And you got a, a uh, snowball. You got it. You dating anybody, or is it you just kind of batching it right now? Um. So I was a serial dater not too long ago, and that was costing me a whole lot of money. <laughs> I knew that was I coming. <laughs> And I decided to cut that off completely. Because mm, that whining and dining, that credit card bill was going up. Yeah, so Jade's oh, going to yeah. walk you through this. She's going to walk you through the baby steps and walk you through financially. But I want to say this really quick before I turn you over. She's going to help you, but I'm, I'm going to push you. You're single. Okay. You are no longer ready to mingle. You need to be working 60, 70, dare I say, a week or two of the month, 80 hours a week. Because it. you're actually closer than you realize with what Jay's going to walk you through, but you've got to increase your income, man. And you increase your income in today's economy right now where you can get gig work. You need to be that little side hustle. That's only making you about 10 grand a year. That's not enough. Yeah. You need to be bringing in way more money. So I'm going to tell you that. What's your car note? My car note is about $432 a month. All right. Here's what I'm move. Number one, move. Number one is I want you to save a thousand dollars. That's baby step one. 
as quickly as you can. Most people get it in 30 days or less, okay? So that's selling stuff, that's looking around your apartment, mm -hmm. selling anything you can sell, you know, whatever you can do to get that $1,000 fast, I want you to get it in under 30 days. So that's A1, okay? Right after that, I'm trading that car in, I'm selling my $15,000 car for 20,000, and I'm taking the 5,000 and I'm buying a car in cash. Mm -hmm. All right, okay. so you're freeing up $432 a month. Then after that, I'm gonna take that next thing and I'm gonna get as much money as I can. I'm gonna pay off these $7,000 of credit cards. You said it's two. How much is the smallest one? It's 3,000. Okay, 3,000, so. With the 432 a month that you just saved mm -hmm. off of selling that car, you know how quick you knock out three grand? Fast. Mm -hmm. Cause he's got more right. margin too. Cause he's working more. like a madman. Yeah. I love that. Do you see how this works? You see where we're going with this? Yeah, I definitely do. So you're gonna, my guess is, uh, let's see, once we get that 432 cleared up, how much extra could you feasibly have in your budget if you worked like crazy? Um, so like I said, I get paid bi-weekly and then weekly from the, the, the weekend hustle. Uh huh. So I would say without the 432, hmm, well, I'm getting. What do you have extra right now? What do you, what do you have extra right now? Like if you cut down your budget, you cut down what you're spending, how much could you find extra after all your bills are paid? Uh, most of what I make actually, cause I don't really go out much. So I would say. I probably still have at least three grand left over. I don't have many bills. Okay, you'd I have, so you'd have, three th you'd have 3,000 left over plus the 432. That's 3,432. Boo, that credit card is knocked out instantly almost. Yes. You're going right. to have your credit card debt done in two months, but you're also going to get more work, right? And so now we're moving on to the 33,000 in student loan debt. You can have that done in 10 months, less, eight months. Yeah, understood. And, understood. Then, and then I can move out, right? Yes. yes. Then you can move on. I would tell you this. I think you can move out uh, in the middle of everything Jay just gave you. But this is this is after we knock out the uh, the credit card and the car. You got to have enough margin for rent. But if you're willing to get a roommate, maybe that's a good situation. I wouldn't wait till the thirty three thousand student loan if you increase your income. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was getting after you about. I know you want to leave the nest, and that's the right move. That's right. But you have got to increase your income. And you can do that. You can go out on your own, live. But I mean, you're just, you're rice and beans. And Jay's mm -hmm. really good at creating lots of dishes with rices and beans. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she is. Yeah, get yourself a roommate. You know, if you don't, if if, if you don't want to spend another, because I think you can be done with this in, in within the year. If you're like, I can't take another moment at my parents' house. I don't blame you. If I was you, I'd be trying to get out too. Just know it's going to elongate this process a little bit more which is okay. Yeah. I'm fine with elongating the process as long as we know exactly yeah. what the goal is yeah. and we're still going hard to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I'm not, right. as, as Jade would say, I'm not mad at you on that if you stay with mom and dad a little bit longer, but I think you could do both. And I actually mm -hmm. think you getting out on your own may give you a little bit more fire yeah. to get this stuff done, but you can knock this out quick. But bro, are you okay having a $5,000 car? I don't care if you are or not, but, <laughs> but I want to know if you are okay. Cause that's I don't a miss step. going to the mechanic all the time. I will say that I, I like the security of having a new car. I get I want to pay it off and then have the next car for the next ten years. You know, because only sixty k on the dash. But yeah, but you know how much security you're going to have when you have none of this debt. Mm-hmm. And you're going right. to be able. To, you're not going to be in that five k car for long. Yeah. Because you're going to be again. You're going to be out of debt in under a year, and you're going to stack up some more. Put it. You know, 
get rid of the 5k car and then you're going to go up to a $10,000 car. Then you're going to go up to a $15,000 car. You see what I'm saying? This is how that right. works. Um, but uh, you know what? On the $15,000 car, I, he doesn't have to sell it. He's not in an emergency situation. So if you're willing to bust it, if he, yeah, if you're willing to bust it, what do you it, think about that, Jade? Here's my thing: if you if you decide to move out, you need to sell the car. I agree. If you decide to stay at home, you've still got a decent sized shovel. That's what I. That's the way I would play it. I so like can I tell you that. both about my living situation that I might have set up really quick because we got sixty seconds. Okay, so my parents own a second property and it's a whole entire house, and they want me to move in and pay fourteen hundred dollars a month. Get a roommate for the property as rent. Right. I don't like fourteen hundred with what you make, but I like seven hundred if you get a roommate. Will they let you have a roommate? Yeah, they will. Actually, I wanted to get my brother in the house. So okay, Dude. yeah, let's go. I like it at seven hundred. I don't like it at fourteen. Agree? Yes, agree, agree. Seven hundred is the move, and sell the car because your brother's there. If your car breaks down, <laughs> you can use his. I like where your head's at, Jade. I like that. <laughs> and by the way, you said something that's key for people that are going. Man, Jade was a little harsh on that. No, this motivates you mm-hmm. to get out of this so we can get a $15,000 car cash, you know? And, and so that's the whole point of all this. Is we want to get you free of the stuff that shackles you down. Good stuff. Good hour, Jade. As always, always fun being with you, my friend. I want to thank James Childs and the crew for keeping us on the air. We want to thank you, America. This is your show. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? To get your daily dose of advice on life and money, check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.